You're listening to the Jewel City Podcast. You can join us in person Sundays at 10 a.m. or 6 p.m. We have something for all people and all ages. Or join our live stream at 10 a.m. In this podcast, we'll hear a message from Pastor Robert from our Spring Revival. How about all of our volunteers uh, every night working the parking lot, working the nursery, greeting at the door, ushers, uh, the band, the singers, the media, the lights being so faithful. Can we put our hands together and thank God for all of them? Amen. Mike, give me everything you got. Is it all right tonight? And I mean this. Uh, that I teach a little bit this evening. Uh, I preached hard all week long and I felt my voice breaking on me last night. Um, So I don't think it's all in the shout. Uh, I know it's not all in the shout and the volume. Uh, Tonight I wanna speak about fire. Somebody say fire. Turn with me to Leviticus chapter six. Verse 13, and you don't have to stand. I know you've worked hard all week. God help you all, right? Can you stand with me? (laughs) It don't even seem right to sit down when we're reading the Word of God. Amen. And I mean this. I'll probably say it again tonight, but appreciate everybody uh, coming out. Uh, Most of you have been here most of the week, some of you have been here every night. And this is just what the Lord has laid in my heart uh, to speak to you tonight. In Leviticus chapter six, verse 13, the fire shall ever be burning upon the altar. It shall never go out. Miss Mary, why don't you just bless the reading of the word of God for me tonight presence here this evening, Lord. For Father, we're standing on holy ground tonight. God, we've been on holy ground all week. And I just thank you tonight, Father, for what's been accomplished in this house, Lord. That's right. I thank you for the fire of the Holy Ghost, God. Mm -hmm. I thank you, God, tonight for the souls that were saved throughout this week. We're continuing believing, God, tonight that souls are going to be won back into the kingdom mm-hmm. tonight. God, the backsliders are going to come back to you, Lord. We're just believing you, evening, God, to do a mighty work, Lord. Father, I can't help but shout when we <laughs> sing about your blood because, yeah. God, it washes us. Yeah. God, it takes an old black heart yeah. and dips it in the red blood of Jesus mm-hmm. Christ that makes it white as snow. And mm-hmm. I thank you tonight. Mm-hmm. I thank you tonight, God, that one night, God, You dipped my black heart into your precious blood and I can't thank you enough. I'll never quit shouting from the top of the mountain Mm. because God, you're able to reach to the highest mountain and you're able, God, to go down into the pits of hell, God, (laughs) and bring them out, God. And I believe in you to do so, God. I'm just asking you, God, for my family, for my children, God, for my pastor tonight, God, bless him. Touch him, I pray, with the anointing of your spirit. May your word, God, become sharper than any two-edged sword tonight, God, that it may cut into our hearts deep. And God, that we can see the change, oh God, Mm -hmm. that is only brought through Jesus Christ Mm -hmm. and the blood of his son. We praise you tonight, Father, and give you praise in Jesus' name. Well, glory. Well, Well, let's go home. (laughs) 
Hey, hey, you got a message? You, you want to preach? I'll let you preach, amen. Sit down, amen. Somebody's been fired up, amen. That's right. Give the Lord a hand clap, amen. Praise the Lord. The fire shall ever be burning upon the altar, and it shall never go out. Not many could honestly say tonight that fire doesn't interest you. Most are fascinated by fire. Can I have an amen on the front row? There's a little story behind that, but I'll tell a story on my own self. Kent Vance is sitting back there and he can agree to, that I'm telling you the truth. I was about nine or 10 and I had two buddies, Ernie and Dave Rains, and uh, we lived there on Teachick Road and uh, the Vances lived right there and we were playing there and uh, we got in trouble. I probably should say I got in trouble. I don't remember what it was, but probably wasn't the Rains boys, but Kent's dad grounded us from coming to their property uh, for two weeks. Somebody say fire. fire. Fascinates people. And uh, we dressed up in uh, camouflage clothes, uh, painted our faces, had our little BB guns, got baby food jars with gasoline, crawled up through their woods to the top of the hill where the meadow was, and the Vances had these beautiful forts out of trees with hay all stuffed and covered over them. And we thought we'd burn them uh, forts down in retaliation because we got kicked off of their property. As young boys, we didn't understand that the fire, we just thought it would stop when the fort was gone. Well, after several acres, and two or three fire departments, and we didn't get caught. And for years, Mr. Vance would say to me, Robert, did you burn that hillside off? And I'd lie to him. And so that's, that's BC, that's before Christ, all right? And so, not long ago, I went to visit him in the nursing home and he was laying there in the bed and I bent over and was talking to him and he's with the Lord right now. He's probably smiling, looking down. And he said, Robert, and I knew what was coming. He said, I need to ask you a question. He said, did you burn my field down when you was a young boy? And this was my answer. Amazing grace. And he looked at me and he laughed and he smiled. He said, I knew it, I knew it, I knew it. Most are fascinated by fire. Fire has been around since the angel drove Adam and Eve out of the garden with a flaming sword. You can check that out in Genesis 3 and 24. Fire warms us, and I pray the fire of the Holy Ghost has warmed you this week. Has anyone in the house felt the warmth of the Holy Ghost? Give God a hand clap and a shout of praise. 
Rusty Hudson said to me, he said, Pastor, our church needed this. And he said, and I don't even think we needed it. Didn't even think that we thought that we needed it, excuse me. Fire feeds us through cooking. I ask you tonight, has the fire fed anybody in the house this week? Fire, go ahead, go ahead, thank you, Lord. Fire, it purges our forest. I wonder if any of us has been purged this week by the Holy Ghost, but most of all, it purifies our soul in the form of the Holy Ghost. Our text tells us about the order given by God for the tabernacle, and he said, the fire shall ever be burning upon the altar, and it shall never go out. In Romans 12 and one, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. When sacrificing an animal according to God's law, a priest would kill the animal, cut it into pieces, and place it upon the altar. And sacrifice at that time was very important. But even in the Old Testament, now you need to hear me, God made it clear that obedience from the heart was much more important than sacrifice. In 1 Samuel, reading from the NIV Bible, chapter 15, verse 22, does the Lord delight in burnt offerings and sacrifice as much as in obeying the Lord? To obey is better than sacrifice, and to heed is better than the fat of rams. Sam declared the supreme demand of God's word was obedience, Scotty. One thing above everything else that pleases God is obedience. What is obedience really when you look at it? It is devotion to the Lord. I believe the fan has, the fire has been fanned a little bit this week to where maybe our devotion to the Lord is greater now than it was seven days ago. Would you look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, don't let the fire go out. To obey is better than sacrifice. Sacrifice is very important, but it is acceptable only when it is brought to the Lord with a heart of devotion and a heart of obedience. Don't let the fire go out. I want to read to you in 1 Peter 2 and 5. Ye also, as living stones, are built up a spiritual house and holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices accepted, accepted to God by Jesus Christ. What is being said right here? Peter portrays the church as a living temple. Christ is the foundation and the cornerstone. And each one of us believers are a living 
temple, a stone, pictured as a community. And that has humbled my heart this week that we've come together as a community. Fire needs some things able to ignite. You can't have a fire without oxygen, heat, and fuel. When looking into fires, forest fires, when fires are fought, they are fought from the back of the fire because the heat is so great in the front. And the wind can change the course of the fire in a matter of seconds. And I believe that the wind, the Holy Spirit of God, has changed the course of the fire in our life in the last few seconds of the last seven days of this week. If you have felt the Spirit of God, the fire of God, shift and change direction in your life during this revival, would you stand with me not to try to lift, to jack up, to pat myself or anyone else on the back and just say, God, thank you that the wind shifted and blew my direction and has warmed my soul, has stirred me up Father, we thank you. Give him a hand clap and a shout of praise. When two great fires are burning toward each other, and I didn't know this, they begin to draw off of each other and they begin to feed off of each other. I, I want you to hear in Psalms 97, the Lord reigneth. Somebody says, somebody say he reigns. The Lord reigneth. Let the earth rejoice. Let the multitude of isles be glad thereof. Clouds and darkness are round about him. Righteousness and judgment are the habitation of his throne. And a fire goeth before him and burneth up his enemies round about. The Holy Ghost fire. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, don't let the fire go out. How do we kindle the fire? We kindle the fire. One of the ways is by meditation. In Psalms chapter 39, verse three through seven, my heart, was hot within me. While I was musing, the fire burned. And I'll be honest, I didn't know what that word musing meant. A reflection of thought, of meditation. You wanna keep the fire going? Meditate on the Lord. Meditate on the goodness of God. Meditate on the word of God. And then spake I with my tongue, Lord, Make me to know my end and the measure of my days, what it is that I may know how frail I am. Behold, thou hast made my days as a handbreadth, and mine age is as nothing before thee. Verily every man at his best state is altogether vanity. Surely every man 
walketh in a vain shoe. Surely they are disquieted in vain. He heapeth up riches and knoweth not who shall gather them. And now, Lord, what wait I for? My hope is in the Lord. I overheard a conversation yesterday that has bothered me. An individual I've never met before and may never meet again, but I believe I will. And I believe I'll have something to help him in life. But the whole conversation was stressful, trying to reach for the pie in the sky. Again, I never met this individual, but I sat there and honestly, I grieved in my spirit because I could sense that this man was trying with everything he had in him to build worldly riches and not for a second did I sense any spiritual value. I want you to, Psalms 39, when you read that, you'll find out life is short no matter how long we live, do you hear me? If there's something important that you wanna do, please don't put it off. Don't neglect what is truly important to you. What should be important to you, nothing wrong with trying to advance in life, but what should be important to each and every one of us, keep the fire burning. I stayed in the Spiker's little cabin built, I believe 1790 something, something like that. The only heat in there really, the main heat was the fireplace. My wife and I stayed there a few weeks ago. Now I know why the old folk years ago wore these little hats when they went to bed. I had to cover up to here, but my head was cold. Do you hear me? I think maybe some of us was a lot colder come this past Sunday night than what we realized in the spirit realm. Don't neglect what is truly important. Keep the fire burning. People spend so much time securing their lives on earth and spend little or no thought on where they will spend eternity. So I pray tonight that you focus on what is important. Seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things shall be added unto you. This conversation that I, I heard, I wouldn't trade places with him. I wouldn't trade places with the wealthiest of the wealthiest and have no fire. And I don't wanna trade places with anybody. I wanna be who God created and who God called me to be. Are you comfortable being who God called you to be? Just thank God and give him a hand clap and a shout of praise. So David realized building riches and accomplishing worldly tasks would actually make no difference in eternity. No difference. Keep the fire burning. I'm gonna keep saying it. In James 4 and 14, whereas you know not what shall be on the morrow, for what is your life? It is even a vapor that appeareth for a little time and then it vanishes away. Keep the fire 
going. Jeremiah 20 and nine, and then I said, I will not make mention of him, nor speak any more in his name. But his word was in my heart like a burning fire, shut up in my bones. He said, I, Jeremiah said, I was weary of holding it back and I could not. If you read that, the few verses Jeremiah had become discouraged in verse seven. He said, everyone mocketh me. He said, I told them what you said, God, and they hated me. Listen to what I'm about to tell you. Jeremiah had decided to cool down and keep his mouth shut. Church silence is not an option. No matter what's going on in your life, Jeremiah had become like many people today. Lukewarm. Let me talk just a minute about lukewarm. There is no victory in being lukewarm. There is no power in being lukewarm. Can I be honest and tell you, there is no excitement in being lukewarm. If you're in a church that is lukewarm, it'll bore your socks off. There is no excitement where there is lukewarmness, do you hear me? There is no fun where there's just lukewarm. You may say, well, you can't be fired up all the time. Has anybody ever hear someone say that? You can't be fired up all the time. Well, that is the lie that got you lukewarm. Do you hear what I'm saying? Revelation, I didn't say we're gonna have the mountain experience all the time, but even in the valley, you can still have the fire of God. Do you hear me? Revelation 3 and 16, so then because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. Jeremiah had something in his bones that just wouldn't let him cool down. And I believe on a Saturday night, and, and you know I had assumed that Friday night would be our biggest attendance and Saturday night. That's what I get for assuming. But I will assume tonight that there is a group of people in this house uh, that has something shut up in your bones uh, that you just even may be tired a little bit, but you just can't keep it in. You gotta let the goodness of God come out and let people know how good God has been to you. Uh, if that's you uh, and you don't want it shut up in your bones, uh, give God a hand clap of praise for the fire that is still somebody. Come on, bless the Lord. Woo! Calm down, Robert. I want to be able to preach tomorrow. Paul wrote in Romans 12 and 11, not slothful in busyness. Now listen to what he says fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. Fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. The word fervent means to boil or to be hot. 
One way to be fervent is hang around with the Lord. I'm still running into people at Sam's and uh, uh, the mall and, and, and restaurants. And as soon as they see me, because I haven't seen them for a long time, oh, pastor, I'm scared to death. I, I, just, I just don't go nowhere because of this COVID. And I'm thinking to myself, you have got to be kidding me. You're standing here in the middle of Sam's or, or in the middle of the restaurant and you're telling me you don't go nowhere. <laughs> honestly, honestly, don't lie to me. Tell me, hey, I don't like you. I hate your guts. I'm going to move to go to Las Vegas and join the Chickendales or Chunkendales or whatever their names are. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> oh, you're laughing, but see, there is Chippendales, but I belong to the Chunkendale. <laughs> Listen to me. Somebody say fire. If you get close enough to the fire, you'll get hot. You know where people go? <laughs> they go where they wanna go. That's where people go. I still don't understand this. My dad used to say, liars go to Walmart. I have no idea what that means. <laughs> so if you get close enough to the fire, you're gonna get hot. Some are lukewarm warm because they're back too far too far, too far from the fire, right? I got a buddy of mine who says, come over and we'll sit by the far, by the far. Some are lukewarm because they're too back from the fire, too far back. People spend a lot of time with the Lord are not up and down like a yo-yo, do you hear me? Those that just spend time with God only one or two Sunday mornings a month. It, oh man, I'm gonna hurt somebody right here. Uh, but but uh, it, 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 it amazes me the people will go home and leave their Bible on their seat to save their seat. I just kind of wonder if they got another Bible on backup at home or they don't need it again till next Sunday morning. I bet nobody leaves their Bible in the house tonight. Nobody. I'm saying... People that stay close to the fire are convinced. In 1 John 4 and 4b, the last part of that, greater is he that is in you than he that is in this world. You're convinced that. Stand with me tonight. And I really don't, Pastor Kerry and the band, just I want you to close with us around the altar. Now listen, if you become lukewarm, I have good news for you. You don't have to stay there because there is a fanning, a fanning going on right now. I believe that. Throughout this entire week, there's been a fanning going on. I don't believe we'll ever be the same again. I don't. Romans 13 and 11, knowing the time that now it is high time to awake out of sleep. For now our salvation nearer than we believed. Stay awake. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, fan the flame. How do you fan the flame? Add the fuel of the word of God 
to the fire. I challenge you all. You've been here, most of you, every night this week. I ask you to fan the flame every day in your life with the word of God. How else do I fan that flame? Look at the company you keep. Proverbs 27 and 17, iron sharpeneth iron, so a man sharpeneth the countenance of his friend, of his friend. And I got to chewing on that. Spend time with people that are excited about God, about God's word, and about the things that God is doing. The concept of iron sharpening iron implies at least two pieces of iron. I believe there's been people in my life, and I've thought about this a lot recently, that have been called to me to help me to stay sharp. I believe that. I've got friends in this room that I spend a lot of time with. And I thank you for sharpening me. And I pray that in return I've sharpened you. And the whole church, there's been times you've sharpened me. Community, I never really heard that a lot in ministry until this younger generation that works here started talking about community. We need each other. Do you hear me? We need each other. It is impossible for one tool to become sharper without the presence of the other. I need you. I need your friendship. I need your prayers. And you need mine. And we need to sharpen one another. The proverb illustrates an important biblical principle God expects us to live and to serve in a community of believers. If you're here tonight and you're not involved in something in this community, I would encourage you to get involved. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, help me keep the fire burning. I didn't know whether to say this, but I'm going to, and I thought about it this afternoon. Logan, EJ, Caitlin, I've seen the fire rising up in your life. Keep the fire burning. I look over here and I see the young people. Keep the fire burning. All around the room, I see young people. It is so important that you keep the fire burning because you're the future leaders of our church. Do you hear me? Don't feel like, I apologize. I didn't mean to leave anybody out. You get the gist of what I'm saying. We need each other. Everybody just begin walking down like we normally close. That, that doesn't mean we're gonna close, but just come right on down, would you? Stir up, somebody say stir up. Stir up. 
the resurrection power that is in you, that is in you. Romans 8 and 11, but if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. Lukewarm is not what God has for you. Listen to this. Don't spend another minute of your life being lukewarm. Don't spend another minute of your life. Don't settle for just going through the motions. Ask God to help you keep the fire burning. Look at these young ladies. Sang. How old are you, honey? 11? Addie? 10. How old are you? 30. 30. <laughs> I messed up. She looks 15. <laughs> I don't want to say that. <laughs> well, I'm sure glad I didn't ask you. <laughs> if you feel like the spiritual fire in your life has gone, ask yourself, is there any sin in my life? So maybe you're here tonight and You've not been here all week, or maybe you have been, and there's sin in your life. Don't leave with that in your life. There's a few questions I would ask myself. Have I done anything for the Lord lately? Jeremiah 1 and 9, then the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said to me, behold, I have put my words in your mouth. Joshua 1 and 8, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. I'd like to read that to the man that I overheard yesterday. When you put God first in your life, and you put his word first in your life. He'll pave the way and you'll prosper. And you'll have success without stress. Does that make any sense? Hebrews 4 and 12, for the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow and is the discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Consider this, how much time, honestly, how much time do you spend in the word determines how long your sword is, and how sharp it'll be. Here is a truth, what you love the most is what fills your life. I'm gonna say it again, this is a truth. What you love the most is what fills your life. Jesus said in Matthew 12 and 34, for out of the abundance of the heart, thy mouth speaketh. 
Matthew 6 and 21, when your treasure is, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. What is coming out of the overflow of your heart? Where is your treasure? Christ came to ignite us, to ignite us. Jesus said in Luke 12, 49, I am come to send fire on the earth, and what will I? if I be already kindled. But I have a baptism to be baptized with, and how am I straightened to it be accomplished? God never chose, his desire was never for us, the church, to be a refrigerator. Do you hear me? Don't let the fire go out. Every head up and every eye open. Nobody looking around, just look straight at me. Is your heart right with God tonight? Is there a fire that is burning? It has to be ignited. And it'll start when you're born again and you ask Jesus Christ to forgive you of your sins. Is there anybody tonight on this side? I'm not gonna come to you, I'm not gonna embarrass you. You like to give your life to the Lord tonight. Is there one you're not certain? from the youngest to the oldest that understands, is there one? Is God calling your name tonight? Would you make that commitment tonight? Is there one? Is there one? How about this direction right here? Is there one here tonight? Is there any? As I make my way across, if the Lord's speaking to you, hold your hand up tonight. Hold your hand up, would you please? Is there one? Is there one? Give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Can we do that? Thank you for listening to the Jewel City Podcast. You can join us in person Sundays at 10 a.m. or 6 p.m. We have something for all people and all ages. Or join our live stream at 10 a.m. 